Hey, chiropractors and marketers. We are ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Hey, docs. Welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. Today, I'm bringing an interview with you with uh, Dr. Matthew Loop. Uh, obviously, a lot of people have heard of him in our profession, one of the, the top social media marketing strategists there are. I'm extremely excited to have him on. If you haven't run into to Dr. Loop's information, things like that, he's an international best-selling author of Social Media Made Me Rich. He's a Harvard speaker, chiropractor, philanthropist, and one of the highest paid uh, social media revenue strategists in, in North America. He's he's actually transcended the chiropractic uh, profession when it comes to social media, you know, but he definitely helps a lot of doctors multiply their influence, impact, and uh, monthly income, you know, by, by really understanding the platforms like Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and uh, what's trending within those platforms. I think that's one of the key aspects of what Matt brings to the table is he's always cutting edge with what's going on there. And we dive into that today. We, we dive deep into Instagram, but we touch on Facebook. And I think uh, if you take some notes on this episode, I'll put some things in the show notes. You're going to get a lot out of it. He just really is a, a plethora of knowledge and uh, he brings that in today's episode. So I'm excited to, to share that with you. He's someone I've been wanting to have on the show for quite a while. So it was exciting to to get him on, to open up about what's trending, and uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. But, you know, before I, I do dive into that, let's go into our little three topics of the intro, you know, win, obstacle, and Facebook highlight. As far as the win is, um, I, I've decided, you know, I've I laid out, and I think I mentioned it on previous episodes, I've laid out really what my, my next couple years looks like. Where's where's kind of the the end goal for me as far as practice goes, as far as private practice. And I don't see that ending uh, anytime soon. I I really enjoy it, but I do see it changing. I'm getting opportunities to travel and speak, to frankly earn uh, income in other ways outside of the private practice, whether it's uh, the ergonomic stuff we're doing or it's the Chiropractic Success Academy speaking, things like that. And I'm enjoying it. I really am. But I, I truly enjoy private practice. And and what it looks like for me, I think, is reducing the amount of soft tissue work that I'm doing and probably reducing some of the the days per week that I do treat down the road. But for right now, as far as a win is that we we did hire the person is just a top level soft tissue massage therapist out of Ohio, works with a ton of the NFL players there. And he's going to start with us in January. So it's not starting right away, but he's going to come in and basically take over the soft tissue work for me. So what I want to focus in on from a clinical standpoint is the exam, the biomechanical assessments, which are SFMA, gait analysis, running analysis using video software, golf swing analysis, things that I've done in the past and used to do a lot of. But then as I got busier, things like that, I kind of fell away from that. So I want to implement a lot of that. Implementing some of the foot orthotic stuff that uh, Dr. David Wedemeyer talks about and trains chiropractors on. So he's going to be a resource for that. So I'm really going to dive into that. And then obviously the chiropractic adjustment I'll still be doing, but that's what I want to focus in on and, and getting that soft tissue aspect of care delegated was a big part of that. And so that's a big win. 
an obstacle right now that I'm dealing with is uh, part of the overtreatment of, that I have to do, like treating a lot of patients, is my right shoulder is a mess. <laughs> and it's painful. It hurts on adjusting. hurts on a lot of things. Golf, working out. But I am uh, taking the treatment of that seriously. But it is an obstacle right now, as many of you probably can attest to having a body part hurting when you're trying to treat patients is, is not fun. So that's an obstacle I'm dealing with right now. As far as a Facebook highlight, and it kind of ties into what we're going to discuss today with Matt, is Instagram. There's a post in the Facebook group, the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Group, about Instagram. And just uh, someone had asked, like, what are some good chiropractic, uh, I guess, channels or, or pages to follow? And so there was a whole list of really good resources of other what other chiropractors are doing for Instagram. So check that out. You can just uh, use the search function if you can't find it right away. And a lot of good Instagram handles were shared in the comment section of that. So, all right, without further ado, here is my episode, my interview with Matthew Luke. All right, welcome to the show, Matt. I really appreciate your, your time today. Uh, before we dive into the meat and potatoes of things, let's hear a little bit about yourself, both professionally and personally. Kevin, great to be here. Thank you. Um, yeah, sure. Well, I'm a chiropractor like you in the audience listening, and my journey is is very fascinating in terms of I started off, graduated chiropractic school in 2004, and I thought I would just hang a sign, meet some people in the community, that the local screenings in my practice would be booming. But I found out very quickly that there was just way more to the business element, the entrepreneurial element than I realized. So like a lot of doctors, you know, they get frustrated and my practice was, I mean, decently busy. I was probably at 60 to 80 a week. So I mean, it wasn't hurting too bad, but just little things that you don't think of when you're in school. Like, you know, I have to send this claim to the insurance company and it might be two to three months before I, if I get reimbursed. And so that was a very interesting rude awakening for me. And I got to a point where it was so low one time that I had, you know, $1,000 in bills due the following week. You know, you got your $130,000 student loan debt plus credit cards being maxed from advertising and marketing gimmicks that didn't work too great. And then my ex-girlfriend's father actually had to cut me a check for two grand to float me along. And so that was a really tough point in my life. And I just, I, I looked at myself and I said, you know, I'm a great doctor. I do get referrals, but there's got to be something something that I'm missing here. Why can't, you know, all these people, they know they need to come see me. What's the disconnect and where is my communication gone wrong? So right around that time is when I started to read books by Robert Cialdini, one called Influence the Psychology Persuasion, another one by Michael Gerber called E-Myth. And then it was just like a light bulb went off and I started to realize why people purchase the way that they do. And also, I started to realize about the three components of any business, the technician, the entrepreneur, as well as the manager. And I had a complete imbalance in my practice at that time. So that really shifted my thinking. And then right along that time in about 2000 and late 2005 is when MySpace came along. Were you on MySpace? I was. <laughs> I was. So, you know, I was on there just messing around with friends, hanging out. And then all of a sudden, I've really realized, you know, you could connect with people five miles from your office that had similar interests. And I just found that very fascinating. So I began to just connect with people on that network. And I found that at least one to 2% would say, Hey, you know, you're a chiropractor. I've got this going on. Can you help me? 
And I started to really get busy using MySpace. And then after, you know, 10, 15 new patients per month later, I had other chiropractors started asking me, friends initially were like, hey, you know, how are you harnessing this, quote, kids network to build your practice? And I said, okay, well, this is what I'm doing was showing them and eventually got to a point where it was cutting into my practice time because I was showing so many friends and colleagues what I was doing. And then, my God, in 2006, it was, there, there weren't simplified systems like there are today to take you know, what's in your head and put it into an information product online. I had to learn a lot of stuff about that because I love practicing. And I said, you know, I, if, I love practicing here, but if I could help thousands of doctors reach millions of patients, that's a pretty cool thing. How do I, how do I take my information that's in my head and put it into a DVD to sell it online. And I did that for a while. And then eventually my secondary source of revenue overtook my primary practice. So so my journey into consulting is very accidental, but I was at the right place at the right time and just kept my finger on the pulse as, as Facebook evolved really hard in 2006. They opened everything up, not just a college network and then, you know, YouTube. And so right place at the right time. And throughout that, I guess the last decade, I've worked with over 8,200 chiropractors as clients. And then from there, at least 20,000 more in 25 countries have downloaded my free reports and stuff. So I'm very blessed to be able to serve the profession. Yeah, you know, you're obviously on the uh, real kind of the trailblazer of social media for chiropractors. Because I was going to ask you, I was like, you must have started with, with MySpace back then. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say, I wish I could say it was all planned, you know? Yeah. But, but, <laughs> No, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, I graduated from Logan in 05, so we were pretty close uh, together there. And obviously, getting out of school there, you know, Facebook really wasn't a thing uh, that you could monetize at the time. Uh, MySpace disappeared <laughs> not too long ago. So, was there a transition period where you maybe built uh, your land uh, or your house on, on rented land there in, in MySpace and then had to figure it out on Facebook? How, how was that? So, yeah. So, early on, and I think a lot of not just doctors go through this, but also entrepreneurs in general, like when you start to get into marketing online and things start to happen, I mean, when I was making sales, selling my own stuff or being an affiliate of other products, you you realize after you violate terms of service on accident and your your accounts get banned, like I, I've had, well, not recently, but it's been probably 10 years, but I had like six YouTube accounts banned. Oh, wow. It was just like stupid reasons. Again, going back in my naivete, didn't read the terms of service and stuff, and you re- you just testing new things out. And I was renting space, so to speak, on MySpace or Facebook and YouTube, and that opened my eyes very early on to, to like, you know, if something ever happens, because I was making good money on YouTube. Like I had, I remember having an affiliate product that I was promoting on YouTube back in 2007, I believe it was. That thing was doing five grand a month, like almost every month which was insane. And yeah. all of a sudden that YouTube account got banned and boom, that income is gone. I began to understand the power of an email list and guys that I connected with very, very early on in the space, like Frank Kern, Jeff Walker, they would always stress the direct response component, building an email list. And then as social media really started to take off and every social media quote guru seemed to always talk about building fans, I was just the opposite. I'm like, I, I could care less about fans on Facebook. I want an email list because I know <laughs> I didn't know that Facebook was going to do what they've been doing the last you know two years or so. But it's it's always great to prepare because you just never know what another platform is going to do. Yeah, you know, I want to touch on the email list real quick. It's not going to be the substance of our episode today, but it's something that I think our audience needs to understand is that right now in my patient base for my, I'll just take my Boca Raton office. I've got 3,700 emails for my patients. Nice. And I've been emailing pretty consistently for 
for about four years. And obviously you, you lose quite a few of unsubscribes and stuff, but I get a healthy amount. And at whatever point I go to sell this practice down the road, that's an aspect of the practice that is is sellable. It's like kind of back in the old school days of, you know, your patient files. Uh, this is important. Like if you can go to the person that's going to be the buyer of your practice and you've got your P&Ls, which is great, and you've got a marketing strategy, but you also have a a healthy email list with consistent emails sent with a good open rate, you know, you can show that there's like, Oh, this is something they could work with. Would you agree with that? That's relationship capital. And so, yeah, absolutely. You can certainly sell a practice for hire. I, one of my scripts in my flagship training, social media elite, it's called a three day new patient machine. And it's an email script. You have to have an email to make it work. So essentially what you do, and you can use this as a reactivation sequence, but you'll send three emails over three days and you'd be surprised about doctors that haven't even tapped into their list about, oh my gosh, all of a sudden these people are now becoming awake and I was able to reactivate an extra seven patients just by sending an email. So yeah, I think that it's very easy to get shiny object syndrome and want to jump to the next greatest and latest thing. But email in general, if you cultivate that relationship early on and they see that you're always delivering value and acting in their best interest, that's a very, very important asset that will serve you for years and years to come. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of those things that you, you own it, right? Like it's, it's yours. And I, and I believe in a nice blend of basically having lists and audiences that you do own, obviously like your website and things like that. And then you definitely need to be on these other platforms. You can't own Instagram. You can't own Facebook and stuff like that, but you could obviously benefit greatly from that. So with, with that being said, and the, as the namesake of, of this show, Modern Chiropractic Marketing, you know, what's a key aspect of that, like of, of modern mar- marketing for chiropractors uh, that you're most excited about today? Because obviously it's changing constantly and you're, you're one of the few that's always keeping up with it. So I wanted to make sure I asked you this question. So, so what's exciting you today? For sure. I mean, I, I could go into several things that excite me, but before I talk about the thing that is exciting me, I still like to take a step back with everything and get back to the foundational positioning basics. Uh, I think a lot of docs completely miss this element. And, you know, if you position yourself a certain way online or in the public's eye, it doesn't matter what happens in 10 years, 100 years from now, these foundational strategies will still be and serve you or the profession. It's, it's just kind of like when a medical doctor slaps on a white coat. That's instant positioning and authority. And a, a lot of chiropractors don't understand how to generate that and manufacture that for themselves in a marketplace. And just to give you one example, let's say if you can land television slots, whether it's free interviews or whether it's actually uh, through advertising, people see you on TV, they trust what they see on TV. If you can affiliate and land a speaking gig at an institution like Harvard, Princeton, Yale, I tell you what, when I spoke at Harvard, it's very interesting how people perceive you afterward. It's, it's like a very credible institution. There's, there, there are like 14 of these major factors in aligning, and I'm going to be releasing a document later on probably this year about all these factors. But if you don't have your positioning down, if your brand, your practice doesn't look professional, then that's going to really hinder a lot of the efforts on these other platforms. I, I know docs that won't even spend the money to get professional photos done, like just to have that best foot forward type of deal. You know what I mean? Like little things like that can make a huge difference in how you're perceived before that person knows anything about you. And when you won the battle of perception, you're 90% of the way there. So with that said, what I'm most excited about really in the last six to eight months has been Instagram, specifically Instagram outreach and advertising. But I want to be very clear when I say advertising, I don't just mean spending money 
throwing something on there and like spamming and promoting like a lot of docs are doing and like offering a a stupid low discount offer. That's not what I'm talking about. There's an elegant way to advertise so you're looked at as a trusted pillar in the community that you still have that direct response component. Certainly, you can get a, a new patient through your door now, but you can build your brand equity in the space. You have to realize Instagram has almost a billion users at this stage. And like that's huge. And the engagement rates on Instagram are proving to be higher and higher, especially as Facebook goes through all this turmoil. And Kevin, you probably already know this, but on Facebook more so than any other platform lately, they're actually censoring a lot of content. So if you're going against the mainstream in certain regards, or even if something is true factually, but I mean, you know, you know, sometimes medical journals, they take 10 to 15 years to get updated with the latest information just because how the information trickles in. And if something is scientifically true and it hasn't made its way into the public mainstream yet, you could still not get as much visibility. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. People are sick of the political whining. People are sick of, you know, being on the same social network with their parents. <laughs> I love, I, listen, I love my mom. You know, she's 60 three years old, she just joined Facebook. And I, I like that. But some people have a big problem. They just want to have their own it's like secrecy, privacy. And so why, that's why people are shifting more so to Instagram and why it's growing so fast. So you have to know how to capitalize and reach your followers through this medium. So statistics of interest, 32% of all internet users are on Instagram and over 65% of all businesses in the U.S., you know, that's the last time I checked. So that's a pretty powerful stat rate. And then you've got, I think, uh, over 60% are female, which is perfect. That's for chiropractors, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, if we can get to mom, mom makes the buying decision in the house. So so there, there are benefits on this network. A lot of the demographic is within our age range anyway. So you need to position your practice on this photo sharing network. Just you probably have an account, hopefully. And if you do, make sure you have a business page. And then start to do things to generate your awareness. Start to email your patients. You can even have a contest. Get your patients, uh, your email list, anywhere you connect, whether it's on social media like Facebook or YouTube. Start to let people know about this thing and start migrating some of your following over that way so you can get higher engagements to some of your posts. Yeah, and that's one thing that I've tried to do because I, I will admit I'm more of a Facebook guy. Facebook groups, Facebook ads, Facebook personal profile <laughs> done well uh, with Facebook, and but I'm realizing that Instagram definitely is the present and the future in a lot of ways. So we're doing that. It's a struggle for me because it's, it's not my sweet spot. And I don't think Facebook's going anywhere. Like, you know, yeah. they can buy whoever they want at this stage. Unless something dramatically happens, I, I did see their stock prices down by 20%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so things can change on a dime, especially in the tech space. But they've positioned themselves very well. The advertising platform is still incredibly lucrative if you dial it in. So I'm not saying that for, for sure, but definitely look where the puck is going and at least try to establish your brand. You're going to have to still spend money because Instagram is owned by Facebook yeah. and their obligation is to shareholders. It's not to you or I. So, you know, you can test some things out, but you will have to, you know, run some ads. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's what uh, I'm starting to do with Instagram. Like just a, a quick example is I like to t do live events. Uh, we do a sports recovery experience every quarter. And one of the things I've done well with is using kind of the online to drive people to our offline event. And so I've typically done that through Facebook. This last round, which uh, our event comes up on Saturday, 
I really mixed in a good amount of Instagram into it. And, and I've noticed that's been very helpful to do that. So I'm, I'm definitely making that transition. So I'm glad we're talking about that today. And so it's something that I'm, I'm seeing a lot of chiropractors do uh, very well. And I wanted to opine on something because it's a conversation I had with a small group of, of chiropractors. So I, I do a lot of corrective exercises and rehab with our patients in, in my practice. And there's a lot of chiropractors that are doing that now. And I found that going back to what you mentioned earlier about positioning yourself correctly, right? A lot of chiropractors I've found that are heavy into the exercise are sometimes doing, that's all they're doing, which I get, like, it's very, very useful information to show someone how to fix themselves. And then when, then when they do get hurt where they can't fix themselves and they know like, this is a real problem they're going to most likely call Dr. Smith or whatever because they saw the exercise video. But one of the things we were kind of workshopping on this was that at what point are you positioning yourself as a chiropractor too much into exercise to where maybe they don't even know, are you a fitness person or are you a doctor? I mentioned, I was like, you know, maybe throw in some stuff in there that really shows that you're positioned as a doctor and a level of authority that's higher than just say a, a trainer. And so there was a good conversation, a good dialogue. I think the people we were talking with agreed that you probably want to do that. Um, can you just speak to that a little bit? I don't, I don't mean to put you on the spot with it, but it's something that was important to me. Well, yeah, absolutely. You want to differentiate yourself from every other person or uh, potential competitor in the community. And, and listen, anyone can show somebody a certain exercise. Now, if I just randomly come across your video on Facebook or Instagram, there, I mean, if you introduce yourself a certain way, one, that's going to set this tone right there. So if you introduce yourself a certain way, I know some chiropractors, they prefer to wear a white coat. That's totally up to you. I mean, that's your personal taste. There are things that like diplomas on the wall, like certain things that have that doctor feel and, you know, ambiance aside from just again, the introduction, or you might even reference, you know, Hey, while I was studying my postgraduate education here, after going through doctorate school, blah, like there are, there are hints that you can drop throughout verbally or non-verbally that are going to signify your positioning is certainly higher in the marketplace. You know, that's like the obvious stuff and what I'd recommend. And in terms of giving somebody an exercise or a stretch, and you also have to position that and educate them a certain way that, you know, while you're receiving this, understand there's a good likelihood that your problem might not just be with the muscle. And what we find typically is, and then you go in more specifically, the, the more detail that you can get into in layman's terms the better that's going to result and people are going to be like, you know, that does make sense. And then with Facebook's ability, which you already know, we can then come around to people that have watched a particular piece of content. Then we can, quote, retarget them and show them another piece of content. And this, this goes into sequencing, which I'm going to be talking about in a couple of weeks at the Social Media Revenue Summit. But everyone, you know, hopefully that's listening to this right now, you should be sequencing your Facebook list or Instagram or whatever. That means You've already created your custom audiences, one, people that have engaged with your fan page in the last 365 days, another where uh, people have been to your website and have hit certain pages, another audience where people that have viewed your video content at least 50% of the time. And with the video content, we can certainly segment that into all of our videos versus our videos that are related specifically to low back pain. So again, segmenting those individual lists and then... We know if somebody watched our video 50% of the time, they're definitely interested in what we have to say. Chances are they may have some type of an issue that they want to get looked at or are looking for a solution. And then what you can do is you can start to educate them. So your next video, 
might be answering a common myth or misconception that people have about back pain or chiropractic or whatever it is. The next video after that that you show them might be a testimonial from someone that was similar. And then the next thing after that, you might just have a straight up direct response offer and use what I call healthy fear in that. So, hey, avoid back surgery or something like that where it gets people thinking, you know, I might not want to mess around with this. I might actually have a professional look at it so or I don't get any further damage. So yeah, you're bring, you're basically bringing that that person from a cold to a, to a hot uh, kind exactly. of yeah, and that makes a lot of sense. I think a lot of people are forgetting that aspect of things. And it's what we would do with our email list, but only it's on Facebook with the retargeting. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you know you get you mentioned earlier where a lot of times people just try to take the cold lead and convert them right away, but they have to entice them with the the super low offer to do that. And so you're really not getting the type of person you want per se. And obviously you're kind of commoditizing yourself. So that's a, that's a whole other conversation we could have. But uh, what you mentioned, again, I want to, we'll go back to Instagram, but I wanted to highlight that because what you said was just, uh, was gold, was that you're sequencing these folks because you're really trying to get them to know, like, and trust you. And I think so many chiropractors out there think that Facebook ads is just purely the the quick lead gen thing, like, you know, run an ad, get them in the office tomorrow type of thing. And and you're you're saying it's not, and what you're you're saying is there's another solution that you can utilize Facebook ads the right way, and you actually will do it elegantly to kind of take the word you used before. So I I wanted to just make sure I highlighted it because that was a that was a key point you mentioned. The overwhelming majority of doctors that I speak with, or the perception in the marketplace, is when you say Facebook advertising, immediately they think of the classic lead gen stuff. And it's it's incredibly sad. It's unfortunate because that's like 5% of what you could actually do with Facebook and their tools. And so what's going to happen, and I, and I see this a lot too, there's going to be doctors that will either try to do certain things themselves or they'll go with a company that and all they focus on is the lead gen element. And maybe they do get attract patients in the short term. Eventually that's going to fizzle out whenever that is. And then they think that Facebook doesn't work or doesn't work anymore. And it's not about that at all. It's, it's, it all comes down to that positioning element, the elegant marketing and the advertisement, the education. And, you know, I like to have so many different layers running. So while you might have a direct response thing going, you know, you've got one promotion slash advertisement. I don't even like to use the word advertisement, but that features a personal story of tragedy to triumph or why you got into chiropractic or, you know, something that's going to really pull on the heartstrings. Then you've got this testimonial that's circulating. Then you have videos that are helping people get closer to the result they want to generate, you know, how to get up out of bed without injuring your disc in your back, like stuff like that, that positions you as a resource. And, and again, there's so many layers to this. And, and then you can eventually evolve them onto, you know, the next step, which is coming into your office. Perfect. Yeah. And if you do it right, like you're mentioning, and again, there are a lot of steps to it, but it's, it's definitely doable, but uh, it gives you that it's like you're out networking in the community. I think people still need to be out shaking hands and kissing babies, but uh, you know, this is another way of <laughs> of really getting the networking out there in a scalable way, and then that way it just kind of magnifies your your networking. Like I've been out when I've been doing a lot of videos and stuff, and then sometimes I'll be honest, like, oh yeah, I saw you on a Facebook video, and I'm in a pretty big city area, so imagine if you're in a, a moderately sized town. Uh, yeah, you, you can be kind of a, like a local celebrity, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to mention that that you've probably had happen, and, and this happens with such regularity if you do things right. I want you to think about this. So, if we, if you do a cost comparison between major media, television, radio, 
versus Facebook advertising or Instagram, you're going to find for pennies on the dollar that uh, and my, my sister used to be a media sales rep for NBC in Jacksonville and San Diego. So she could literally tell you, listen, in Jacksonville in the market, if you want to buy critical mass, people to know you <laughs> wherever you go, you're going to spend about $250,000 to $350,000 over the next four months. You're going to run commercials at these times. Like she had it laid down. And if you look at what you can do with Facebook and Instagram, uh, you know, using the videos for one element, you can get video views, like three second video views for three cents. You can get 10 second video views for five cents. And then, you know, if you, if you think about, I always consider Facebook advertising an investment. There's really no bad money. You might just not understand what you're doing, but you're putting something out there and eventually you're going to have that branding that's associated with, which would normally cost you millions of dollars to get. You're able to get that for about a 50th of the cost. And a lot of doctors still, they still don't get this. And so if you would have started back when I started, let's say in 2000, you know, when was it? 2008, I believe when Facebook opened up their advertising platform, like from that stage right there, Till now, like you, you can't put a price tag on the branding that's associated aside from the immediate response that you're getting in terms of patients or sales or whatnot. And then you're right. You become that celebrity in the space. It, it happens every time if you're committed to the process. Absolutely. Uh, do you have just one quick feedback for someone that would be timid about the video side of things? I know you do really well, good videos and uh, speak to that person for a minute about it. Sure. Well, you got to reconnect with your purpose and why you're doing this stuff. If you're truly committed to helping as many people in the community as possible, because let's face it, what you have as a chiropractor, you're literally saving people from needless drugs and surgical procedures, which we already know the iatrogenic effects of, of some of these things. Like, I mean, you got to reconnect with why you're doing what you're doing. You know, yeah, it's fun and yeah, it's great to make a living, but why? And then when your purpose overcomes your fear, like that's, that's just game over right there. That's one thing. And number two is you got to practice get in front of the camera. I didn't like the way that I looked or sounded my first few times on video. I really didn't. And in fact, I still leave my videos online from 2006, you know, because it just reminds me of how far that I've come. But if you're genuine, authentic, and you're trying to deliver value to a person and to show them something, that's what people resonate with. Now, there are things that you can do like your meditation beforehand or exercise to calm your nerves or, you know, have a glass of wine, (laughs) whatever. But it's just like, you know, you, you really need to put all those things in uh, perspective and just be committed to the process. And you're, you, like I said, you're not going to like the way that you look or sound the first couple times, but you'd be surprised at how much just good outside overcast lighting can do a trick if you don't like the way you look. Like that's one of the, the secrets of a lot of people. Shoot videos outside in great overcast lighting or get good lighting in your office or get an external microphone that might make you sound more clear instead of having an echo and get a still hand behind the camera. I mean, there's simple things that can position you like, like knowledgeable and professional. No, that's perfect. You know, and, and one of the things that's exciting about it too, because chiropractors get concerned about content creation. I was like, you know what? A lot of the content is sitting right in front of you with your patients, right? Like they come in and they tell you stories and they have issues and they have symptoms and they have diagnoses that are unique. Sometimes it's like, use that. I mean, obviously you don't use their name or anything, but when someone comes in with something, it's like, heck, that's a good topic to talk about. 100%. Address any myths, misconceptions, frequently asked questions. You, I mean, and again, this applies to Instagram as well as Facebook. Now, Instagram, your videos can only be, let's say, a minute in length if you plan on promoting them. But Facebook, well, unless it's Instagram TV, but 
currently we don't have the option to boost those. But yeah, I mean, like, what do people ask you about all the time? Educational content, research from major medical journals or, or a publication that impacts, like I remember when, uh, you know, there's a lot of the buzz about text neck or sitting is the new smoking, like, like stuff that impacts your community. You might even find trends in the area, stuff that affects the community locally that you can kind of chime in on, you know, aside from everything else. You could even do like, uh, you know, obviously we were talking before we started recording was that Jay Greenstein had connected us for this episode. And when I was interviewing him for the show, we were talking about a lot of this stuff with the opioids and the opioid crisis. And you just made mention of it a few minutes back. I mean, heck, that could be your mission of the videos you're shooting, right? Like imagine if you just, that was your stick or that your thing, like I'm going to educate my community on everything that is bad going on and then how we can fill that void Sure. Uh, do it. I mean, heck, you could do a whole series on that. Yeah, 100%. I mean, with the death, I think the death rate is over 150 people per day now. It's crazy. Which is insane. And now you have, I don't remember exactly if it did it come from, was it uh, SoCal University of Health Sciences? Yes, I think it is. 12,000, like a big study that came out and they said that those that utilize a chiropractor first, it was either 50 or 60% less likely to need to be on opioids or something like that. I mean, it's like dramatic and no one could ignore this. That's why you had major publications featuring it. So yeah, that's huge credibility right there. Yeah. And that's one of those things where it's like, it's legitimately there. Like that is something we can, as a profession own, uh, as far as, a, a an option to avoid that. So yeah, there's, there's definitely things that people can get behind and be known for in their community. So, uh, all right. So if you had like five minutes to talk to someone like me, who's pretty piss poor at Instagram, what would you tell me to do as far as, uh, how to really start gaining some traction with that platform? Sure. Yeah. So realize that you can post photos or videos. Now, one of my secrets that I've always used has been Canva. It's a very simple platform that allows you to, uh, if you're not a Photoshop expert, you can even delegate this to somebody in your office to create a simple quote graphic. If you go to my Instagram, instagram.com slash Matthew loop and follow me there, you'll see some of the graphics that I post in the past. A lot of those are created with Canva, either I've done it or a member of my team has done it. It's really, really simple. So you don't have to be a tech whiz to use it. You can even extract out or have somebody on your team extract out quotes or uh, health tips from other videos that you've done. So you can kind of automate the process to get some of the content. The videos that you record, just make sure that they will be under a minute in length, straight to the point, give a quick intro who you are, give a tip and a valuable piece of information, and then sign off by telling people what to do next, whether it's to like the content, share, or subscribe. And then to grow your fan base, well, you want to connect with people that already know, like, and trust you, which is your set of patients. So you would go to your Facebook, start to, like like I mentioned before, have a contest. So let all your Facebook fans know, hey, guys, we're having a contest. We're giving away a free iPad to one person. Here's the condition. You've got to like our Instagram, turn the post notifications on, tell me one thing you're grateful for, and tag a friend. Boom. There you go. And now, if you understand about Facebook and Instagram's algorithms, you know that there's two things that were powerful there. Number one is you actually tell them to set the notifications, open the post notifications so you can see my content. And two, tag a friend and tell me something about you. That just means that you're going to get way more legs to your posts now because they're tagging people, they're commenting, you're going to be responding. So you're able to hack that algorithm 
just a little bit to get more free exposure. You don't have to give away an iPad. I mean, it could be a gift card to a local business in your area. Maybe like a Fitbit or something like that. Sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, free 30-minute massage. I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff you can do in terms of getting people to know about you and building your fan base so you can then give them great content and get people through your door. So how do you track that the person did those three things? Do you have like one of your team members just uh, keep track of like who did all that? For sure. I mean, if they like if they like your page and when you go to select your winner, like I've ran two contests recently on my Instagram. So you can actually just copy that text that's there and just substitute for yours. One, I gave away uh, a ring light kit, socialite, pretty cool ring light kit. The other one's going on is a, uh, a smooth mobile stabilizer. It's really sick. Uh, so like, but you can kind of see what I did in the text description there and people, you can have your CA go and say, oh, this person liked it. They commented relatively easy to select a winner. I like that. I'm, I'm actually going to write that one down or just re-listen to this episode. <laughs> no, no, and, and, and it also is a philanthropic initiative. So if you do this regularly, people locally are going to be like, yeah, this guy's always giving stuff away. That's never a bad thing. Plus, you're gaining access to new people that would otherwise not see your message. And I had a question uh, in my Facebook group. Someone had an influencer come in. I actually got lucky and had a girl come in that's got 1.7 million followers. Nice. I don't know if she's necessarily the type of person I should have representing health. It's all like the bikini <laughs> shot stuff, right? But <laughs> so she came in and, and got treated and she did a whole Instagram story, tagged us the whole thing. And so it was great. I got a lot of people, but it seemed to be all like 19 year old guys that live in other parts of the world. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it's going to help. I guess it'll help your social proof numbers wise. There you but. go. There you go. If a chiropractor did have an opportunity to get an influencer into the practice, how could they best optimize that? Yeah, absolutely. We're in a great position because usually people love chiropractors. Once they get adjusted and they're feeling great and you straight up ask them, hey, listen, this is how we connect with other people in our local community. Would you mind if um, we, we did a quick testimonial video or if you said a couple words about it? And, and you could go ahead and take that. Or, I mean, everyone's different in terms of that relationship. Some people willingly post. Other times, uh, I know in, influencers that offer what are called paid shout outs to their community. So it, it really depends on on the relationship there. But if uh, if you have a signed waiver, which you should, that you can use their likeness and image in your advertising, that's always a good thing. But just approach it very authentically and tell them, listen, our goal is to help as many people get off opioids as possible in the community. In order to do this, we love connecting with influencers like yourself. So here's like really a couple ways that we can work together. It's got to be in your voice though. Perfect. I like it. All right. Next question, which is one I ask everybody, and it's kind of the namesake of the show again, is uh, what does modern marketing mean to you? Simply means communication that evolves with the times. So as Instagram flourishes, well, we need to be over there because that's where the attention is, essentially. That makes sense. You know, it's kind of like if you go back in time, radio to TV, obviously those were such slow moving transitions. Now it's like every month, every, every six weeks. It's like, I got to do this, got to do that. Um, but yeah, that's perfect. I think that's, that really sums it up nicely. So, uh, I want to, I want to thank you for your time today. Really just a lot of information. I'm sure we could do this for a few hours, <laughs> uh, but I don't want to take up much of your time. And so I, uh, just lastly, like how can our audience reach out to you? How can they find you? Yeah. So I give away a free 22 page Facebook marketing cheat sheet. Uh, and this is probably, this is the easiest way to contact me. Also, it's going to help you get you know more people through the door so you can help more people. Obviously, if you go to dcincome.com slash go slash cheat sheet, then you'll be able to find that. Just tell me where to send it. And then certainly if you have any questions, otherwise you can look me up on 
Facebook or Instagram at Matthew Loop. And I also have a, um, you can download the first six chapters of my book, Social Media Made Me Rich. Here's how it can do the same for you. If you go to socialmediamademerich.com slash gifts, G-I-F-T-S. Perfect. Yeah, I have that book, read it, been very, very helpful for me over the years because I will admit I wasn't always so social media savvy, uh, gotten a lot better, something I work on a lot. Great info. I'll make sure to also post that in the show notes and also into the Facebook group on the day of the show release. So we'll make sure we get that out to them. Uh, Perfect. I I really want to thank you for your time. Uh, Any last words uh, of wisdom for our, our audience out there? Awesome. It's been a pleasure to be here, Kevin. And, uh, you know, wherever you're starting right now, just understand that Rome wasn't built in a day. Step by step, if you take social media all at once, it'll get way too overwhelming. Just get one system in place first, one strategy, and then you can always stack and layer as you go. I've encountered any obstacle you will face. So you can always email me or message me with any questions, and I'm happy to help you continue to build momentum. Perfect. Thank you so much. Awesome, Kevin. Hey, Doc, one last thing before you leave. I want to let you know more about the Chiropractic Success Academy. This academy is going to be four parts. It's the clinician, really going to make sure you understand a lot of the different aspects of the clinical things, not you know how to do an adjustment or treat, but there's so many different clinical aspects of practice, whether it's EHR, communication with patients, all the different things that go into that. But really what we want to make sure is that you're well-rounded. The clinical, the producer, which is going to be a lot about marketing, the business person, which would be everything from the business side of things that we don't learn, unfortunately, in chiropractic school. We want to make sure that we can run a good business and grow from there, whether you're a business owner, an associate, independent contractor, whoever it may be. We really want to make sure you get that business side. And then the doctor, yourself, you know, like kind of your mindset, not the woo-woo stuff, but just understanding how to grow and the different mindsets that can impede us. And just the things that go into a well-rounded chiropractor, which again, the clinical, the producer, the business, and your mindset. And so the Chiropractic Success Academy was designed with those four channels in mind and really going to try to help you grow. You know, way I kind of look at it as a chiropractor, we unfortunately on one end of the spectrum, we have some that are, are failing. That's not right. We don't want that. And then, you know, moving down that, we have some that are just surviving. They're doing enough just to to survive day to day financially. And that's not where we want to be as well. But we can move down that spectrum to, you know, having a thriving practice that helps really have a thriving personal life and everything. And I think a lot of chiropractors would be happy with that. And that's where we really want to try to get you to. But then there's even another level, which is kind of having the freedom, right? It's freedom of time, money, purpose, relationship, and really be able to do what you want to do because that thriving practice is, is allowing for those freedoms. And so if we can get you to that thriving and then even get you to the next step as far as having the freedom, that's our goal. And that's the goal of the Chiropractic Success Academy. So head on over, check that out. I, I know you'll like it. And you can find that that link at bit.ly, so B-I-T dot L-Y slash C-S-A circle. If you click that easy link, that will be a little page for you to get a little more information about this academy and why I think it would be right for you. So check that out. Hopefully you'll join us. We've got many chiropractors in there learning. There's a closed Facebook group. There's the actual academy, which we we drip content in weekly. So this isn't one of those academies where it's just going to be 
like drinking water out of a fire hydrant, you're going to really get this content that's easy to digest. And so each week will be another aspect of one of those four channels and we'll grow together. The closed Facebook group's very engaged, a lot of information shared in there that isn't anywhere else. Uh, I don't share it in the modern chiropractic marketing group, but you're going to get a lot of tools and concepts to help grow. So join us over there. I hope to see you inside. Have a great week and I'll see you next week at the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show with Dr. Kevin Christie. Tune in next week for another episode that will enhance your marketing, business, and practice growth. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Dr. Christie's Modern Desk Jockey podcast and share with your desk-sitting patients. In the Modern Desk Jockey, Dr. Christie provides health and wellness best practices from some of the leading experts in the corporate wellness industry. Remember, chiropractic practice isn't easy, but it shouldn't be overwhelming. Keep leveling up.